You're listening to The Bombad Generals. General? Oh. Hello and welcome to The Bombad Generals. I'm here with Matt and a very, very special guest, Bobby Joe Thomas, also known as Blood Ocean on the Discord. How are you guys today? I'm good. I'm good. How about you, Bobby? I'm doing good, man. How are you guys doing? The man... The man, the myth, the legend, three first names. Uh, really happy we could get you on. Um, I think we've played each other five times in just the last year. So, you know, we've we've seen a lot of each other on the tournament circuit. And, you know, you were one of the first names on our list as far as people we want to talk to, especially since you'll be on a, a bit of a hiatus for the next few months uh, with work and stuff. But we'll still see you online. Looking for ladder games late at night, I presume? Oh, yeah. As you do. I for sure will always be looking super late at night on the West Coast. Now, you... The first time I started really sitting up and saying, who dis, with the name Blood Ocean, was one or two, probably a couple Invader Leagues ago at this point, when you were one of the players who did not submit a list on time, and then you were assigned a list by the judges, which I believe was Iden Dubacks, and then took that to the top. And it was not, it was, it was, what was it? You took it to top eight. This kind of, the judges didn't assign like terrible lists, but kind of like off meta weird lists as a quote unquote like punishment for not actually submitting a list in time for eliminations. What was the list? It was an Iden Boba list with Inferno. And like two strike teams, and then uh, I guess at the time T21 Storms was a joke, but they didn't have any captains or O push on them. It was just one T21 and like a short mortar naked. That's all it was. Um, very bare bones list, but uh, at the time Boba was perceived as not good, and yeah, turns out next to Iden he's pretty good and still is. <laughs> Well, this was back when he was still like 140 points and only threw four black dice, I think, too, right? So he did, he has gotten much better, but he was probably being uh, slept on a bit at the time. So, I mean, that's definitely, as I say, that's when I really took notice. I was like, wow, this dude taking a rando list all the way to top eight of Invader. When I'm trying to make a good list, I can't do that. So, in that season, in Brown Robin, I didn't even play Empire, I think I was playing CIS. Oh. oh yeah, so they just give me like a whole new faction because I never submitted a list, which was fine. Now you did have a lot of Empire practice, right? I, I recall hearing that like for the first however long in the game, you just practiced palp. You just played palp and learned the hard way uh, about you know basically playing palp as a new player is is definitely expert mode for Legion. Oh, yeah. I would think. Yeah, so for, like my first year of Legion, um, so I started playing like. I want to say like three or four months before the Clone Wars came out. Um, but I played my entire first year, nothing but Palp and a Gav. Because that's really the only thing I had. And uh, lo and behold, at the time, as a new player, I didn't win a single game my first year <laughs> of playing. Until COVID happened and I started playing TTS and I, it just finally clicked when Maul came out. When Maul came mm -hmm. out, I finally found something that was my playstyle. Maul came out and like fit your playstyle. Like how like how did Maul fit your playstyle like so well and like what is your playstyle? So my playstyle is control. I 
I've always been a believer in blue player. Um, it's not as strong nowadays, but my thought process behind it was always, I want to play Legion the way I want to play, not the way my opponent wants to. And Maul and the B2s at the time with the T-Series upgrade, when it first released, um, it accomplished that play style I was looking for of complete control. I was able to bid high and play the exact objectives that I wanted and that my list was good at. And that is my play style. And still to this day, that's what I like to do. And that makes sense, like, from a droid perspective, I think, too. Like, does how does the order control... Well, I guess not so much with B2s. Like, do you find that the order control and lack of suppression is something that really leans into that control playstyle for you? Or it's just, eh, it's nice to have, but not essential? It is... Depending on what you're trying to have in the CIS list, it is most, I would say most of the time it is essential, especially nowadays with uh, multiple operatives options that we have. Um, it is essential because you always want to have that perfect order control, even if you have um, multiple ranks in your army. So you're always gonna have a commander, always gonna have B1s. So commander core, probably special forces because of pro droids or strike team you know and then nowadays probably a second operative token so that's four different ranks right there so uh, the order control is absolutely it, it's very important you need to have mm -hmm. it I feel like it would mesh well with my style, but droids are the one faction I uh, I don't own, so I'm just stuck sticking my hand in the bag and hoping most of the you time you said that a few months ago about empire that's true, and then they got all the bounty hunters, and now I play Empire. I don't think, I don't think someone like Asajj is going to pull me in in the same way. But you know, we just saw Asajj revealed earlier this week, and I think you've already you said you got three games in with her already, Bobby. Yeah, I got three games. In what are so What are your far. thoughts on Asajj? Neither of us are droid players. Not Preach us the good news of uh, Ms. Ventress here, or the bad news. Maybe she's overhyped. We can do both. Um... I'll, let's start with the good news. She is a the cheapest operative that, or the cheapest unit that could take force push in CIS. In anything, in any, I think. yeah, yeah. She's or anything. Cheapest. She's cheaper than Anakin. Cheaper than uh, Luke. Yeah, she's she's a cheap lady. Her command cards are very good. Um, obviously, more situational than uh, most other force users. Mm -hmm. Um. So, but they're still good. Um, her flexibility with her three pip to either become a bounty hunter or the bottom half, which is, it gives a couple other things. Uh, but the main thing is Makashi mastery. That's the main yeah. thing you're mm -hmm. going for. Yeah. Um, just the amount of flexibility that you can have that in a droid list is an amazing thing to see. And it is a, I'm glad that developers finally explored that creative space that was there um, for it and the, some of the bad things I would say about Asajj is she's a glass cannon and she's basically a stormtrooper squad that has to dodge every turn <laughs> that's yeah. yeah that's basically what she is yeah unless you guys yes you can feed her aggressive tactics surges and into the fray surges which is how I have been playing her which makes her slightly more durable, but 
still a glass cannon. Right, but if you're going with the, the aggressive tactics route, that means she has a face-up, so you're not getting the independent dodge. Yeah. So you've yeah. been doing that as opposed to the reverse sort. I have everything has a face-up except my operatives. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so... No, that makes sense to me. Yeah, with the aggressive tactics thing, you know, sometimes you want to have an order on her, so it's okay to lose on that dodge sometimes as long as she's safe. Um, but that's the reason why you have there, just in case there's like, oh, no, I didn't think I can get shot, but she did. Well, at least I have a surge. Mm -hmm. And it kind of makes sense, I think, to lean into that because um, you're always going to be divulging that three pip to be getting some, one of the effects. So she essentially has two command cards. So that's four turns when you could be just triggering independent if you want or, you know, working, working the orders the other way. So. It's, it seems real flexible. Like I love, I loved loadout as a keyword in the game. And like Asajj just feels like loadout on steroids. Yeah, yeah there's like AMG's version of loadout. Yeah. Would you guys so actually I, prefer loadout on her versus the, the three pip? I, it would function very differently. This is like keyword loadout, which yeah. is not something you could really do in the old one. So I, I like it. I like how, yeah. I like the approach. I, I think I like this one a lot better for I would her. Agree. I, I think I think the this works for like hero units, and I think loadout would work for like like squads of like special forces, um, to where like uh, keywords help the the heroes, but more like your your special forces focus a lot on your upgrades. I think to make the loadout keyword work better, you would need just more specific and situational upgrades yeah like on the units we have it now it's like do i want hunter or do i want oh push oh so hard to choose and it's like ah oh, whatever they're they're not that crazy different but you know if you had hey do i want you know if like gar saxon had guns that were all kind of the same and he had load out there now suddenly that's very different it's like hey do i want high velocity do i want a flamer do i want impact how do yeah. I want to swap it out? Like, so I think you need yeah. units with kind of more differentiation there. It'd be cool to like have like a loadout for a heavy. So like, do I want to bring this heavy or that heavy? Like that'd be a super cool loadout. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And because like, have you have you done the Mikashi style every time, Bobby, when it comes to Asajj? Or have you tried the bounty version? I tried both versions, but I would say I went Mikashi two out of the three times. And mm -hmm. it is pretty obvious that it's a amazing keyword and it works yeah. now the only issue is i feel like more than other units in the game she is very terrain dependent because she is so fragile hmm. especially with like lists like 501st now that people have now oh, that seen, we'll see everywhere now that now we're gonna see yeah, yeah now that's four snipers a turn at ventress mm -hmm. potentially yeah that is not good at all the only thing she has going for her is those arcs don't have high velocity. Yeah. I would I would think that like bikes would also be an issue with her because Ooh, getting yeah. early wounds like with bikes. It is. It is very an issue, which is why the list, one of the three lists, I played three different lists with her so far, but I found the most effective one so far is um, Kalani, Ventress, and two spiders, ion spiders to be specific. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Bring it They're back still to good. I mean, you can yeah. afford the points drop because about a year ago when the, uh, the Spires first came out, 
the big hotness at last year LVO was the mall and double spiralist. Now you can do the same thing, but it's less flexible because it's no longer mall. It is Asajj. So you can't do like infiltrate and stuff like that. Um, but you can basically run the exact same list and you can still fit a med bot for adventures just in case. I'm I'm interesting interested because you mentioned Maul. Like he kind of feels like he's also in that kind of glass cannon territory. Maybe a little more he can do I would think he does objectives a bit better because of the weird three action uh, economy of Juyo, but like how would you compare them? Like what's your decision process on the list as far as like, hey, do I want Maul here or do I want Ventress? So if I want to take Maul, you got to have a completely different mindset. You can build the same type of list with them, but you need to approach turn zero very differently because Maul can potential infiltrate. Um, he's got three actions. The three actions that he can use is very different from the two actions that Ventress can use because Ventress, another downside of her, she does not have Master of the Force. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. is a big feels bad, you know. The only thing she has got going for her for that for making up for it is, you know, her mastery and relentless. And the two pip, the two pip gives a free recover at least. It does, yeah. But with Maul, I feel like you could be more aggressive, um, because of that infiltrate. So you can pressure more objectives early on, like intercept especially like burst of speed with Ventress mm-hmm. you can't do that so your play style has to be completely different uh well not play style your turn zero approach has to be completely different mindset so I feel like she's gonna be more on a defensive the first couple turns because she is a glass cannon versus with Maul you can be aggressive earlier on in the game mm-hmm. which like being on the opposite table between like a mall or an Asajj, I feel like if I was, if my opponent played either mall or Asajj, I feel like I personally would be more afraid going up against mall because he has a, he has more wounds and it's harder to get wounds on him, especially like with his, the new witch magic, you know, but, but like Asajj, I feel like if she gets in my lines, like that's okay. I can withdraw and like take her out in one turn because of her low wounds. So like, I feel like I'd be more, I'd be less afraid of Asajj. So like you probably uh-huh. have to play a lot less, a lot more, a lot more conservative because your opponent is probably being more aggressive. So my Jedi don't want to be pierced. I don't want yeah. Mikashi happening. Also, you don't got to oh, worry that about witch me. magic because that's only the chocolate conversion. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, but like, of course, like a lot of my list is like I have. Yeah, I have a Jedi, but I also have a whole gun line of clones or something. So like my clones can take him out. <laughs> like that's at least that's my plan in theory. When I've been like thinking, thinking about going up against Asajj, is I like, OK, I can get a good fire support shot on her and take her out, you know? Yeah, and hopefully it probably will happen, yeah. you know, but I also yeah. feel like majority people will agree with you that. Yeah, it is scary to face ball because we know what he can do as of right now we really don't fully know her potential because it's mm-hmm. so little information out so little games played with her you know we need to see other players how do they approach playing her what type of list they put her in because it's never going to be the same you can have the same list but no one's going to play the same so 
Are you you putting choke on her despite uh, lack of master of the force? Or are you going with like burst of speed to push to really get her in quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's I think I think that's right. But I could see an argument for a burst of speed to just like hang back, hang back, go. Just give her a bit more flexibility with where she wants to hide. And because IRL tables, that's what scares me is the LOS blocking or lack thereof. Yeah, and that then that's a that's just purely flavor on your play style right there. If you feel like um, that's going to be more handy, especially with the meta, which probably is with, you know, Op Vader running around nowadays. Um, versus speed push with Makashi. Pretty good. <laughs> when when are you going to try Staps? I've seen I've seen um, Ventress Staps lists that look pretty good. When you play Empire, you're playing triple bikes or quad bikes with Blizzard. But now you're saying, oh, I'm using Ventress with spiders. Uh, you know, and obviously you played a lot of spiders back in the day, uh, you know, around this time last year. But like, are you are you thinking about Staps? It feels like such a good fit for you, Bobby. Why, why are you shaking your head? You, staps are just not as valuable as what they used to be. Um, and mainly because, you know, it sucks to say, but Blizzard Force... Mm -hmm. There's nothing you can really. They're they're more durable than Empire bikes, you know. Um, I have to go early with my bikes to get the maximum value out of them. Um, I just I don't think it's a good matchup. I haven't played the matchup. I could be wrong. It's okay if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. I just don't think that's that's not something I would do, and I don't recommend it. But you know, people do each their own, you know. But uh, I like the Iron-inspired matchup for Blizzard specifically because obviously they're going to have four sets of bikes. I might have a lot of targets. And I can shoot them before they shoot me. Yeah, and if someone's bringing Dark Troopers or something yeah. in a month, then uh, that is true. pretty good with Ion Spiders. They've, they've, they are not feeling too bad when they get to feast on Dark Troopers. So if you were going to Worlds, which unfortunately we will not see you there, but if you were... What would you be rocking? Is it this? Is are you? Would you be practicing more and more of uh, this this kind of droids, ventures, spiders path, or are you just going Blizzard? I will. Or something else? I would not go Blizzard. Um, even though I have been, I mean, I've been playing speeder bikes since like February of last year, so about a year now. Like I played you at KublaCon, Legion by the Bay. Mm -hmm. We played at the final table. I was playing. Iden three 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 speeder bikes, um, Golden State Games. I did that. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? The Even San Blizzard, Diego one. Yeah, LVO. Oh, yeah. You San did. Diego, you won with triple bikes. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I didn't go with uh, this past LVO with uh, that list because I felt like it didn't really have a chance against Blizzard, which is true because Op Vader Iden. Yeah. So, <laughs> even that being said. If I was going to Worlds, I I would have to just keep practicing Asajj with these double spiders. That's what I would take. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Is are, are droids your favorite faction, would you say? Yes. Or is Empire your favorite? I would say I'm a droid player at heart. Always will be. Um and they just I just feel like they benefit more from this new core rulebook than the old version of CIS did. Um, 
because now you know they can get cover from the ion spiders to block line of sight you know same thing with if they i mean if you want to play jordy because oh. they also provide you cover and i didn't block think about the i didn't think about the los blocking in terms of an assage list that is a good kind of like back pocket yeah. thing if you get a crappy table you're just like hey you know what i have I'll done that here i have done yeah. it um i've intentionally tried to do it and it has worked it is easy to pull off i mean there's gonna be you're gonna be moving with your spiders at least two out of your six turns to get in range mm-hmm. or to not get in range up to you um but uh yeah another thing they they benefit from the climb changes and as well cover for the b1s you know seven man squads um yeah they really benefit from this new crv but uh yeah yeah the empire is uh they've also benefited from it as well yeah you know yeah yeah. they're doing well specifically blizzard but yeah they just keep getting better so it's sure i i feel like using if relying on troidicas or the ion spiders to be a line of sight blocker i feel like that's super easy like as an opponent to get around that because of the new climb rules because you can just all you need to do is just get a little bit of height and you can see them because jordicas and uh, spiders they're just not tall yeah yeah de- it, depending on the table yeah. it's it's not to rely on them it's just there as another tool in your bag that, for sure yeah hey i can't do this you know you just need to think about it some point you know during your game that hey this is still an option i have versus just moving out to the open and shoot you so while we're on the topic of favorites another one of my the questions i like objectives now obviously objectives just kind of changed with the the tiebreaker rules but what objective is your favorite in terms of how the games play out or you know just what you enjoy i would say my fair objective is uh intercept by far yeah and the reason why Mm -hmm. and it goes back to my play style is control i know exactly where my opponent's gonna be because you have to be within range one score so i don't need to do a guessing game um Mm -hmm. i know based on the table layout exactly where i need to be where i shouldn't be and i usually i i play jedi or sif so i have force push so i can control who's gonna score and not score and uh, on top of that i'm playing droids so i get to i get to activate whatever i want with whatever i want yeah and have ten thousand bodies to swarm the middle exactly. if you need to it's true yeah so that's why i like playing intercept the most because i feel like i'm in the most control of the game mm-hmm. yeah Yeah, I'd say Intercept is up there for, for me as well. It's a good one. I like it. Yeah, I would say Recover right. the Supplies is my second favorite objective. And um, S- For similar reasons? Just like, same hey, reasons. you gotta come to the middle. And same reason why I put Supplies drop in my deck. Because I, if you put it there, most likely your opponent's gonna go there. So I know I don't have to guess where he's gonna go. I know where he's gonna go. Mm-hmm. How about deployments and or conditions? Do you have favorites in, in those categories? Yes. Um, I would start with deployments. I would say my top three, not in any particular order or 
Is this array a top three? Top three. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like what, there we six go. that we have? Seven? <laughs> I would say disarray by far my favorite. Um, Danger Close Hemden. In. The close ones. The, yeah. yeah. I mean, it all fits my play style. <laughs> Some yeah. chaotic. Yeah, they're pretty chaotic. Deploys. Yeah, and it's a lot of things that people don't really practice on that much. Because no. they just, for some reason, just steer away from. And uh, during my first year of grinding losses, I always used to play Disarray. Uh, because I never felt comfortable with it. And that's why I did it so much. Uh, I'll tell my opponent, hey man, I, I'm not really good at Disarray. You mind if we play it? They're like, you know, say yes or no. But I mean, I will lose <laughs> regardless. But I needed to get experience <laughs> on it. I'm confused here, though, because in my mind, I I like being in control and and playing kind of similar lists to you, but I like the long deployments because I can control range a lot better because we start far apart and I can kind of like range things out. I feel like on the your, all your favorites, I don't see how that jives with control. That just seems like, okay, you just slap your army down and let's go. I guess the part detail I left out is those well like danger close to this array those are my favorite deployments when i was playing my iden 333 uh, list yeah that, yeah small yeah. little detail but uh because yeah. of the infiltrate i don't need to be in deployment zone then i got three speeder bikes who could just go on the opposite side where my yeah. core units are not yeah yeah i would I, I i agree there like they're they're really fun ones even if they don't necessarily jive with all the list types so like Asajj, Asajj Spiders? Yeah. Are you going crazy? No, no. No, you do <laughs> okay. not do that on this way, please. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, that you do, you're correct about, you know, you have to put Long March in, roll out, you know, mm -hmm. if, if you want him, then things like that. Major offensive, you know. But yes, yeah, one my favorite was, those are my favorite. Yeah. You know? Hey, you yeah, I like it. It's list, a good list. <laughs> yeah. And then for conditions, um, supply deck for same control reasons the um, mini game i like rapid reinforcements a lot as well even though it could be a downside for me at times but i do like it um what do you put in what do you what sort of stuff do you like putting in rapid reinforcements um so it only goes into my cis list uh, especially when i run b2s so I just do a B2. Mm. Sometimes too. yep yep seems good and it's, uh, <laughs> seems good it's one of those I'm not things good with darks coming out though uh, I mean, I, I'll still keep it in there, though, because if they want to get closer. All right. Sure. You know, I mean, I got ion spiders. It's fine. Yeah, if you got ion spiders, you're laughing. Force player has impact 13, so he doesn't, you know, yeah. people love to see a, a dark trooper. Kind of bad timing on their release now that I think about it. We were talking <laughs> yeah. a bit before we started recording about, like, how interesting the meadow would be if we didn't have blizzard force around for the for the next little while and for world specifically and i feel like dark troopers are kind of the number one casualty like i was playing around with them this last week when i was pretending blizzard didn't exist uh and they they're really interesting but yeah when impact uh when impact 10 plus vader exists they're just they're they're, they're useless <laughs> you know, <laughs> they probably get to shoot twice you know if yeah. they're lucky that's about it yeah and then you're like, well, that was a, hun a fun 188 points. I lose now. Cool. Yeah. Which I'm yeah. like, I'm I, personally, because I was one of the ones that you practiced on with those dark troopers. Mm -hmm. I'm like, kind of glad that Blizzard still exists <laughs> because 
<laughs> I still have no idea how to handle dark troopers. <laughs> yeah, especially that's the thing. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, man. It's uh, they're. I think they're going to be a great unit. They just need uh. Mm-hmm. Oh, they don't need anything. Other things around an empire need to get looked at for them yeah. to be successful. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Out of things. all the factions yeah. of units that need to be looked at, Empire <laughs> is the bottom of the list. Mm, okay. Looked at in a looked looked at in a tone it down. Okay. Way. Okay. In a tone it down. Yeah. Yes. I'm okay. In a tune up, I, Rebels needs to be number one. <laughs> Oh yeah, hey, Bobby don't care about rebels. He's yeah. a he's a dark side boy over yeah. here. No hey, I'm, I just, here. I, I'm just I'm just want, I just want more people to run white save armies <laughs> because yeah. my red save armies love going up against that. Yeah, for sure. If um, I guess one final question that just popped into my mind for you, Bobby, that I'm interested to hear your thoughts on. You could put any if you could put any unit you want in Legion hmm. from the from the Star Wars IP. What would you add in, including Legends? Sure. Hmm. That's a. I would do the C the CIS version of Palpatine, like. Oh, like, like uh, the Maul versus the, like when he yeah. du- dueled with Maul, the double Exa- saber. Yeah, in the Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah. When he has the actual saber in his hand, he's going up against Maul. I think it was on Mandalore. If I'm not mistaken. No, it was on Coruscant. That's what was on Coruscant. Yeah, there. I want him in the game. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. I could, that seems like it's possible. I feel like that's has a strong possibility of existing at some point. Yeah, but as of right now, I mean, yeah, yeah there's no indication. So I would. That's definitely no, like the number one. I want. I want that in my CIS army. Yeah, I could see that being more of like an operative in the CIS instead of a commander because it was kind of like a lone. Technically, I could see the that. emperor didn't like he didn't he didn't command the CIS army, or did he? But he did. But, <laughs> I mean, he told Dooku what to do. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, there. I would. I would be really intrigued by how they would handle that. I like that answer. That's, that's cool. not one I would have thought of, but makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. Anything you want to uh, you want to plug while you're here, Bobby? Or anything you want to tell the world of Legion? And by the world, I mean you know, like 12, 12 people hanging around <laughs> with nothing better to do. I think there's fourteen. Oh, uh, fourteen. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Um, yeah. Nah. Uh, just uh, you know, keep practicing. Keep uh, fighting your playstyle. Try not to just copy and paste top lists because. The players that are playing those lists put a tremendous amount of time into it, and um, it's it's good to develop your own play style and not just copy and paste top lists at events. Um, so I highly encourage people to just you know branch out and find their play style because you never know. Next time you go to a tournament, you might just might make a top cut. Awesome. Well, it's been a pleasure, Bobby. And I guess we won't get to play for the next six months or so in real life, but I look forward to continuing our uh, our grudge match series at some point. Yeah, you're up three to two right now, so it's a seven game series. Yeah. So, oh, you don't say. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, if if uh, anyone is uh, is is at a tournament and you get paired against Bobby, then uh, I I feel sorry for you because it's going to be a tough game, Good luck. but. Uh, he's he's a great opponent and you will you'll have a good time and you'll learn something so 
thank you very much, Bobby, for coming on once again. All right. And appreciate it, man. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And stay gungan. This has been The Bomb Bad Generals. Listening to Bob Bad Generals is not scientifically proven to make you a better Legion player. Side effects may include bad dice rolls, misfigures, aim losses, bankruptcy, divorce, vomiting, and sudden death. Ask your doctor if Bomb Bad Generals is right for you.